I hope this day finds you well. This is episode 35, and I've entitled this, I am evil, I did this. And it's a, a quote, and you'll, you'll understand uh, as we move through. But I saw this story, and I, I believed that it was something that was worth discussing, because we need to be able to talk about these things and talk about the inconsistencies in our convictions. See, I, I try to be consistent with my convictions and my principles because I believe that's one of the foundations of character is that you're, you're a principled person, you, you should openly share your values with the world and then hold to those values. And the only thing that should change you, change your mind should be objective truth. That's it. You can't change due to subjectivity. You can't change due to feelings. You can't take a situation and say, well, the outcome is going to be different this time because of the way I feel about it. That you can't do that because then you'll become inconsistent. And that inconsistency shows that you care more about yourself than you do about truth. And, and you care more about yourself than you do about, about your fellow man. And any systems that we put in place to help govern or, or uphold law or to provide services you have to be, objective truth has to matter more than you. But we're, we're you know, greatly aff afflicted by, by vanity in, in these times <laughs> from, from all directions. We're, we're taught, and, uh, and this is a part of the disease culture, the one thing that it, that it teaches you, the one thing that is put in place to teach you is to care more about yourself than anything else, even reality. Care more about you than anything else. And however you feel, the world at large has, has to adjust to accommodate you. And that's not sustainable. It's not truth. It's just vanity. That's all it is. That's all it is. So this, this is yet another symptom of that. When, when I saw this story and, I, and I, I saw the outrage, and so then a question, and this is just a question. I know how I feel about it, but I'm just posing this question. Why the outrage? when if you were to take that situation and apply it to another one of, of, our, of, of our present day, see, what, what can we call it? Present day agendas, present day, like what DCB will advocate for. Once you apply it there, all of a sudden, it's not wrong and there's no outrage, but it's essentially the same thing. And that's really what I, what I wanna present. I wanna show how it is the same thing, but in one case, it's you acknowledge that it's abhorrent and that it's tragic and that it's horrible and monstrous. But on the other hand, you say that not only is it not all of those things, but it's something that we should, should be doing and we should be doing more often. <laughs> and it's a good thing. So let's jump in. So the story that, that I'm talking about is this one here. This is Lucy Letby found guilty of murdering seven babies. This is a British nurse. And so when you go through this, right, and, and this is coming from CBS News, and I have other links, and I'm gonna include them all, um, but CBS is, is left-leaning, so we'll, we'll go with them. And, it's, and it serves the purpose here. So 
I just want to show how even the left, how they're reporting on it. They're reporting that it's monstrous and tragic. That's why I'm going with CBS News, because CBS News is also an advocate. They're also a pro-choice advocate, or as I call it, pro-death. And that's really what I want to discuss is how when it's, when it's abortion, it's a reproductive right, and it's a woman's right to choose, and everything's all good. But when it's Lucy Lepi killing, killing babies now, it's monstrous and it's horrible. You, you can't have it both ways. That's, that's what I'm saying. The inconsistencies with that subjective world are, are going to shine through. If, if killing babies is monstrous, then killing babies is monstrous. You, there's no situation where, where then it's okay. Is, is that's the point that I'm trying to make, and that's really the discussion. That's what I want our discussion to center around. So a neonatal nurse in a British hospital was found guilty Friday of killing seven babies and attempting to kill six others. Lucy Lepi, 33, was charged with murder and the deaths of five boys and two girls and the attempted murder of six other children when she worked at the Countess of Chester Hospital in Northwest England between 20, 2015 and 2016. She was accused of deliberately harming the newborn infants in various ways, including by injecting air into their bloodstreams and administering air or milk into their stomachs via nasogastric tubes. Now, and I'm gonna show you that there, there are first trimester abortions where they, they use an injection. It's not air, but I just wanted to, to highlight the <laughs> the similarities, right? She's, she's killed babies and it's monstrous and she should be definitely convicted. And I mean, in, in all honesty, she, I believe in capital punishment because it's a consequence of action. She, she should lose her life for the lives that she's taken. That would be justice. That's what she's earned. But you'll have people even advocating that, that she not be put to death. And if they're consistent, fine. But the people that are advocating that she not be put to death, if they're also pro-choice, then that's inconsistent. I've seen people that are pro-life who also don't believe in capital punishment. That's consistent. You go, okay, well, that's consistent. They don't want anybody, anybody to, be, you know, to be killed or murdered. Because there's a difference between killing and murder. I believe that you receive the consequences of your own actions if that's being put to death, that's, that's you being killed as a consequence of your action. That's not murder. Abortion is murder. I've gone over this in, in other segments. But at least, at least I can respect their conviction because it's consistent. But if you're pro-choice and yet you believe that this woman should be convicted and put in prison, there's an inconsistency there that I think deserves a conversation. So I'll leave this article here. You can read through it. It's, it's horrible. She's, she's obviously, you know, mentally unhealthy. And this is something else that we can talk about on another segment that we, our, our disease culture, even globally produces people like this. Nihilistic, mentally compromised, vain people who can do something like this and be completely fine. Like she's, she's obviously not in her right mind, but the conversation that I want to have is, once again, why, if you're pro-choice, why, why would you be against what she did? Why? Is it because the parents wanted those children? So once again, it has nothing to do with the children, but everything to do with the individual and what they want? Is that why? 
because you can say, okay, well, these babies, they, they were actually born. Yeah, well, there's, there's late-term abortion up to nine months. People are completely fine with that. So it's the same thing. And then you can go, oh, well, well you know, she's not the, the mother or the father. They didn't choose. Okay, so once again, is that the only distinguishing factor? Is that they didn't choose? So that makes it not murder? So once again, you're going back to the individual, not the person that's being murdered. So, or, or it's murder that you're okay with as long as the mother chose it. See, there's, there's still inconsistencies there. That's why, I, that's why I, I wanna talk about that because there's inconsistencies. I don't see how, if you're pro-choice, you, you could be against this woman killing these babies. I don't, I don't see how. Any argument that you bring to me, oh, well, well it, it wasn't actually the mother. Well, in an abortion, the mother isn't doing it either. She's being assisted by medical staff. And if it's the pill, somebody had to prescribe it. That pill, its only function is to kill a baby. That's, that's its function. So if it's prescribed or if, she, or if she's able to pick it up at Walmart, like, like, like this, these, this pro-death cult wants you to be able to do, she's still assisted, right? There's still, whoever, whoever created that pill, whoever provided it, they are accessories to murder. So, so I'm saying it's inconsistent. So this is, this is what else um, I, I, I wanna show you this. Because I, I, I thought that, that this was, it, that this would provide even more perspective. So this happened in the UK. She killed seven babies and attempted to kill others. Right, that's a crime. Murder is a crime, both in God's eyes and in man's law. It's a crime, but not when it's abortion. So she killed seven babies, but if you go to the UK, and you look, total annual abortions in England and Wales have increased 292% since 1969. So the whole, like it's, it's, it's going to be, you know, not happen often and whatnot, it's increased almost 300% since 1969. And we know what happened in the 1960s. We know what movement started in the 1960s. We know what was provided in the 1960s. So the fact that that's the point that they've chosen and it's increased almost 300%, it's all connected. If you're looking at it objectively, of course, with 214,869 reported in 2021, the highest total on record. In Scotland, the total number of annual abortions has increased 287% since 1969 with 13,908 reported in 2008. Post-1967, there was a rapid increase in the annual number of legal abortions and a decline in sepsis and death due to illegal abortions in 1978. Now, that's, that's the propaganda. That's when they try to, oh, we'll see how many people we've saved from sepsis, you, but you've killed hundreds of thousands of, of human beings, hundreds of thousands. That argument doesn't fly because you're still, you're picking and choosing which lives are valuable, which lives you want to save and which lives you don't. Inconsistent. See, that once again, you're, you're always going to come up with that inconsistency. That's what you're going to come up with. Your solution to having people die from illegally done uh, abortions is to make them legal. 
<laughs> why, why, why don't we look at the root cause of why these things are happening and then start there so that nobody ever even needs an abortion? Because you understand that the only way to get pregnant is sexual intercourse. So if you don't have that, you don't get pregnant. And so then, yeah, I know, I know you're going to say, what about rape and incest? I cover this all the time. What percentage of these abortions today are rape and incest? Go look that up and then come back and talk to me. So once again, inconsistent with your argument. So this is the UK. She killed seven babies, 2021 in England and Wales, 214,869 were killed. But completely fine with that though, huh? She's a monster for killing seven, but we can kill over 200,000 and hey, it's just a reproductive right. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you label it. Do you see the inconsistency? She murdered seven babies and England and Wales presided over, two, over 200,000 murders of babies. And, and just, just for giggles, let's look at the US. According to the Guttmacher Institute, an estimated 930,160 abortions took place in the United States in 2020, up from 862,320 in 2017. We're almost up to a million babies, a million human lives, sanctioned in 2020. And it's up from 862,000. And, and black babies are disproportionately aborted more than any other ethnic group per capita. <laughs> and you guys are still for this. So my thing is the inconsistency. Why are you guys up in arms? Why are you mortified? Why are you horrified by this woman killing seven babies? When you advocate for almost a million babies to be killed annually here in our country alone, why? Why would you even be up in arms? Why aren't you giving her a high five? Why aren't you? I, I, don't, I don't get it. You, you're all for genocide, infanticide to be more specific. You're all for murder, but only when it's the way that you want it? Huh. Like I said, I'm a principled man. I don't care about conservative and, and liberal and Republican and Democrat and all that crap. What I care about are values. What I care about is God. What I care about is my principles. I'm gonna to stick to them and I would be consistent. He says, thou shalt not murder. So number six, we can kill. We can kill for food. We can kill in self-defense. We can kill as, as a consequence of somebody's actions, as a punishment but we can't murder, ever, ever. There's not, a, there's not a scenario. It wasn't like the Ten Commandments, there was, there, was, there was something put in parentheses underneath, number six, unless it's a baby in the womb or just born, then murder is fine as long as the woman chooses it. That's not what's there, I've looked. So, this is, this is um, I also wanna show you this because I want to show, just to finish off, I want to show you how the inconsistencies, how the subjective world makes you just go completely bonkers. So I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you a couple of things. 
and then I'm going to finish off showing you how horrific. So you read the article and, and listen and, and read what she did. And I have a, a few links, so it's going to go into real detail. There's another link there that shows how they caught her and all that kind of stuff. You should check that out. Then I'm going to show you how horrific just first, first trimester abortions are because maybe you don't know. Maybe you've been lied to and told that the woman just goes in there like it's club med and that she walks out doing cartwheels. Maybe that's what you're being told. So I'm gonna show you the truth. And this is just the first trimester. You get into the second and third, it, it, it gets, it's hard for me to even watch. Every single time I do it, it's hard for me to watch because it's a human being and we're sanctioning it and marching for it and holding up signs and telling me because I'm a man, I don't get a say. And so. Like, no, I was put on this planet to protect and provide. So, no, I do get a say. I actually do get a say. I do. So, I'm going to keep saying. You can say that I don't, but it's not going to stop me. Because what you're saying is, is untrue. And if you're pro-choice, then you're part of a death cult. So, I, that's, how, that's me personally. But I want to have the conversation. I want to talk about this. How do you feel about this? If you're pro-choice, how do you feel about this? She kills seven. We kill almost a million. And are you good? Are you good? Like, really? So, let me show you this. Okay, so before I show you, I was just gonna jump into it, but then I thought about it. I wanna set this up. So I wanna show how the left, how even, and this is a per person that considers himself a classical liberal. So I'm gonna show how that side, how they really, this is how they really feel. And this is why it's difficult to even have these conversations. And this is also why I say, well, if you're okay here, then why aren't you okay there? If you're okay with it in this scenario, why aren't you just okay with murder carte blanche? And so this right here is gonna be Bill Maher, it's just a short clip, and he says it, that he acknowledges that, he says it's kind of murder, but it's just murder I'm okay with. <laughs> he literally says those words. It, there's, never any, there's never a murder that I'm okay with. That's, now, now, maybe he looked at this Lucy Letby and he was like, oh, that's fine, she killed seven babies, so what? then he would be consistent. So I don't know if, he's, if, he, if he finds this monstrous or mortifying, right? If, if, if you find that clip, send it to me because I'd love to show that side by side that he's, a, he's okay with this murder, but not with this murder. You don't get to choose. You're either okay with killing babies or you're not. You're either okay with murder or you're not. You can't, it can't be situational, it can't be circumstantial. So I'm gonna show you this. That they don't hate, like, uh, pro-life people don't hate women. That's another one. They hate women. They don't hate women. They think it's murder, and it kind of is. I'm just okay with it. I'm totally okay with that kind of murder. But it is kind of, it's becoming a life. But they don't hate women. That's not why pro-life people are against abortion. They think it's murder. So how can you reconcile that, saying, even saying that statement, it's just a murder I'm okay with, and then be against murder under any other circumstances, and then say that you're a righteous person, and say that, that, that you're a principled person. Your, your principles and your values are you're okay with murder. You can't go, oh, just in this circumstance, you're still okay with it. 
you're still okay with murder. And, and he's not a religious man, so we can remove that. But then that becomes the issue, right? If, if right and wrong doesn't come from a supernatural power, this is what happens. Then it comes from man, and you're gonna have a man say that I'm okay with murder in this circumstances, but not with this. So that's, that right there is, it's a logical leap to go from I'm okay with murder, so I'm okay with rape, so I'm okay with pedophilia, I'm okay with stealing, do, do you see? That's what happens when you leave it in man's hands and you make everything subjective. You get inconsistent based on how you personally feel. He's okay with murder in those circumstances because of how he personally feels about it. He's okay with that because of how he personally feels, not that it's right. Whereas I'm sure if he looks at Lucy Lepi and, and she killed babies in a neonatal place, he's like, well, I'm not okay with that because I feel bad for those parents. So it's, it's basically vanity. It comes down to how you feel. Not the murder itself, but how you feel about it. Well, what if the next man is okay with Lucy Lepi and you're not? What if the next man is okay with rape? What if the next man is okay with pedophilia? What if the next man is okay with, with robbing you and taking from you? You pulled it into the subjective world. You pulled it there. Where right and wrong comes from man. So however that man feels that day, he can do. However that woman feels that day, she can do. Why have laws at all then? <laughs> Do you see, that's where we end up. So from there, what I wanna show you is, is another symptom of that inconsistency. This is going to be a woman, also I believe in the UK, outside of an abortion clinic, and all she's doing is silently praying. And the officer, the officer basically says that it's her praying outside the abortion clinic it violates their, some law that they set up to protect the abortion clinic. And he says that it's, it's exhibiting antisocial behavior. This is how backwards and mixed up it is. She's praying silently and that's antisocial behavior. And she gets arrested. So I'm, I'm, let's watch this. Uh, what, what are you here for today? Uh, physically, I'm just standing here. Okay. Why, why here of all places? I know you, you don't live. But this is an abortion something. Okay, that's why you're standing. Is you standing here part of the protest? No. I'm not are you, protesting. Are you, are you praying? I, I might be praying in my head. Um, so I'll, I'll ask you once more will you voluntarily come with us now to the police station? So this is when she says, Well, you know, I'd rather not go. He says, Well, you're under arrest. Listen to what he says the antisocial behavior. Listen, listen, they have laws set up to protect facilities that are dedicated to the murder of the most innocent of us. And she's the problem. She's the one with antisocial behavior. They're the ones that need to be protected. This is where we end up once again, when we slide into the subjectivity and make it all about us and how we feel. So ask you some questions about today and other days where there are allegations that you've broken public space of protection. Uh, if I've got a choice, then no. Okay, well then you're under arrest if you are suspicion of failing to comply with the public spaces protection order. Public spaces protection order. And so she's done this before. So she's consistent in her convictions. She believes that, that if praying can save a life, then it's worth it. And look at what these three gentlemen are doing. First of all, there's three of them for this little lady here. She's not violent. Her hands are in her pockets. She's speaking softly but it's a public protection order. How is, how, are they, how is it a public protection order when inside they kill the public? <laughs> so 
Nobody's getting protected inside. Do you see the inconsistency? That's, that's not a law that's even consistent. So it's not justice, it's not based on truth. Because you're gonna arrest her based on a public protection order, but inside, they're killing the public. They're not protecting the public inside. And then he's gonna say antisocial behavior, which, which is wild. Because look up antisocial behavior. Look up the actual definition of antisocial behavior. You're not gonna find praying silently for the lives of innocent children in the description there, in the definition. Uh, if I've got a choice, then no. Okay, well then, you're under arrest on suspicion of failing to comply with the public spaces protection order, which is under the uh, antisocial behaviour crimes basically Act 2014. Now, of course, you again, you do not have to say anything. It may harm your defence if you do not mention one question, something which you later on in court, anything you do say may be given. Do you understand the caution? I do. If you're honest with yourself, you know that that scenario doesn't make any sense. She's not even allowed within a certain radius of an abortion clinic to even advocate for the lives of these innocent babies. Nobody else is. That whole center is set up to take that life. She's not blocking them. She wasn't talking to anybody. She wasn't yelling, spitting. There's no signs, there's nothing. She's literally standing there with her hands in her pockets and her eyes closed praying that that person changes their mind and saves that life. And somebody saw her there and felt so threatened by this woman that they called the police and three of them show up for this woman who's not violent, she's not armed, she's not exhibiting any kind of erratic behavior, she's not exhibiting any kind of antisocial behavior, she's not rioting, she's not looting, nothing. And somebody called the cops on her She's not even on the same side of the street as the abortion clinic. She's across the street, silently praying. Why would they be so threatened by someone silently praying? Because they don't want it to work. They want to kill these babies. They want to have the right to kill babies. They want, like Bill Maher said, they're okay with this kind of murder. As if they can just separate it out that's how they feel. That's why I wanted to show you that. Now to finish off, I wanna show you first trimester abortion. From the pill to what happens if they go past that. I want you to see how horrific this is. And I want you to ask yourself once again, if you're not okay with Lucy Lepi killing seven babies in Britain, why are you okay with what I'm about to show you? Why is what I'm about to show you completely fine in your mind and based on your values and your principles, why is, it, why is it okay? That's what I want you to ask yourself. Okay, check this out. First, we're going to describe a first trimester medical abortion. This is a procedure in which the mother swallows pills in order to terminate her baby and it is performed up to the ninth week of pregnancy. The procedure involves two steps. Step one. At the abortion clinic or doctor's office, the woman takes pills which contain mifepristone, also called RU46. RU46 blocks the action of a hormone called progesterone. Progesterone is naturally produced in the mother's body to stabilize the lining of the uterus. When RU46 blocks progesterone, the lining of the mother's uterus breaks down, cutting off blood and nourishment to the baby, who then dies inside the mother's womb. It is important to note that even after it has been taken, it is possible to reverse the effects of RU46 and save the baby if progesterone is administered. 
the sooner the better. Step two, 24 to 48 hours after taking RU-46, the woman takes misoprostol, also called Cytotec, that is administered either orally or vaginally. RU-46 and misoprostol together cause severe cramping, contractions, and often heavy bleeding to force the dead baby out of the woman's uterus. The process can be very intense and painful, and the bleeding and contractions can last from a few hours to several days. While she could lose her baby anytime and anywhere during this process, the woman will often sit on a toilet as she prepares to expel the child, which she will then flush. She may even see her dead baby within the pregnancy sac. At nine weeks, for example, the baby will be almost an inch long, and if she looks carefully, she might be able to count the fingers and toes. If failure occurs, she will usually be offered a surgical abortion. first trimester surgical abortion called suction DNC, dilatation and curatage. This is the most frequently performed abortion and is used typically from 5 to 13 weeks of pregnancy. After administering anesthesia, the abortionist uses a speculum like this. This is placed inside the vagina and opened using this screw on the side, allowing the abortionist to see the cervix, the entrance to the uterus. The cervix acts as a gate that stays closed for the duration of pregnancy, protecting the baby until it is ready for birth. The abortionist uses a series of metal rods called dilators, like these, which increase in thickness and inserts them into the cervix to dilate it, gaining access to the inside of the uterus where the baby resides. The baby has a heartbeat, fingers, toes, arms, and legs, but its bones are still weak and fragile. The abortionist takes a suction catheter, like this one, this is a 14 French suction catheter. It's clear plastic, about 9 inches long, and it has a hole through the center. It is inserted through the cervix into the uterus. The suction machine is then turned on with a force 10 to 20 times more powerful than your household vacuum cleaner. The baby is rapidly torn apart by the force of the suction and squeezed through this tubing down into the suction machine, followed by the placenta. The abortionist uses a curette to scrape the lining of the uterus. The curette is basically a long-handled curved blade. Once the uterus is empty, the speculum is removed and the abortion is complete. Now, I don't know how anyone who has compassion, who has a heart, who has even a modicum of empathy can watch that and be for it. And what I want to do is have that conversation. I want to know why under those circumstances, you feel that that murder is okay, but with Lucy Letby is monstrous, if you feel that way. If you don't, then if nothing else, even though you're a demon, you still are consistent that you're okay with the murdering of, of innocent babies as long as somebody wants to do it. But I don't believe that. I believe that this world has you twisted and confused, and the only way to break through that, that confusion is to really start to to respectfully and logically break all of this down and talk, really have serious discussions because you can't be okay with murder here and then decide that you're not gonna be okay with murder here and both of it's based on just how you feel about it. Because as I said, that's going to inevitably have escalations where somebody's gonna feel like doing something else is okay. And then there's no more order, there's no more law. And we just have, you know, essentially like that, that purge movie 24 seven, that's where it goes.
And I don't know if you see it that way. I don't know if you can see the truth through all of that emotion. And so that's why I like to just really calm it all down and really have that conversation like, hey, this is the definition of life. This is the definition of murder. By its definition, this is murder. You're acknowledging, you either are acknowledging that this is murder or not, but it is, so it doesn't really matter what you, know, what you believe, truth is the truth. But when you see murder over here, you're like, oh no, we're against that. And so that's, that's, that's a logical contradiction. And I wanna, I wanna know how you reconcile that inside your mind and your heart that, okay, I'm, I'm cool with first, second, third trimester, late term abortions, or late term, let's just call it murder. But when Lucy Lepi kills seven babies, then we should throw the book at her, we should throw her in a cage, she shouldn't be allowed around human beings ever again, or her life should be taken as a consequence of her taking, taking human lives. Why is it a human life and not, not a human life? Why is it a clump of cells over here, but a human life over here? Is it simply because it's in the early stages of the development? Because it hasn't grown fingers yet? But whenever we say those things, we always put yet on it because we know that if given time, that baby is gonna grow fingers. If given time, that baby is, is, is going to be born into the world. If given time, that baby is gonna grow up. If given time, so saying, picking a particular point in the development of a human being does not negate the fact that it's a human being. So that argument is gone. Calling it a fetus, it, yes, it's a human fetus, <laughs> human offspring. So that doesn't negate the fact that it's alive and it deserves to live. So how do you reconcile that inside of your mind? How do you say a woman has a right to choose yet you're taking the choice away from the infant? How do you choose? How do you choose that? Go, okay, well, you get to live, you don't. How do you choose that and reconcile that inside, your, inside of your heart and your mind? This, these are the conversations that I wanna have. So please reach out to me. I'd love to have these conversations. I'd like to do, if you wanna do an open debate, like virtually here and we can record it and, and, and all that and, and put it up and, and like, let's start to get that conversation going. Let's have those opposing views. I'm down for sure, anytime. Anytime any of you guys wanna do that, um, I'm all for it. Because any opportunity I have to possibly change your mind and we can start to attack that million, reaching a million dollar number in 2020, we can start to attack that and start to save those lives to where we save a million lives a year. Like how cool would that be if you're a part of saving a million lives a year? That would be awesome. I'd love to be a part of that. Or <laughs> we can just save lives. What'd you do today? Man, I saved a million lives. It was a good day. <laughs> but they want you walking in the dark and they want you confused and emotionally unstable and they want you broken and they want you hedonistic and debauched and I'm over here trying to help you to turn on that light, trying to make a real connection, trying to show you that you actually are loved, that you're a part of something that's greater than yourself. And in serving that, you're going to, you're going to reach new heights and, and have a level of joy and of happiness that is just unimagined, more than you could ever have serving yourself. That's what I'm trying to do. But hey, that's me. <laughs> you guys be well.